This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. you love to eat we get it you like food we know uh, honey we i don't see. need to tell, i don't need to say how much i love to eat i think my appearance speaks for itself <laughs> <laughs> but honey even today i'm glad to connect with you monet moonay exchange oh my god Ugh. so honey this is masks off day so we've just gotten the news from the cdc that if you are vaccinated you can mix and mingle indoors without masks if you're if you're vaccinated now, not on public trains and uh, planes and buses and not in big crowds, but if you're vaccinated. So, you know, I guess that would probably be an encouragement for people. to be, yes, Isn't that wonderful news, Monet? We started this podcast in the darkest hour of the pandemic where we didn't know what the hell was going on. And I mean, I will be honest with you. It was a real journey. It was, I mean, it was my journey, not my journey, but it was a real journey. Because this is a happy day. The sun's out. It's May. We're not questioning whether we have to wipe down a surface. Like they were saying, it it lives on plastic for up to three weeks. I said, oh, God, the the Kardashians and Amanda Lepore are horrified. They are just, (laughs) they are, you know. Well, I want to say a few things. Number one, I live in California, so it's always sunny here and the weather's always nice. So I don't know what that is. Too bad your personality's not. <laughs> so wait, so we can wear, so we don't have to wear masks outside anymore. Well, they did say that Monet Exchange, because of her hideous appearance, she continued with the masks. Honestly, that was, I was saying, that was directly mask, from Joe mask, Biden. That was Joe Biden saying has that. Been, mask has made has made cruising a lot easier because, like, now I don't care what you look for like. You, you big... For you, bitch, for you, okay. <laughs> If you have nice eyes and a big dick, like, I don't need to know what the rest of it looks like. You know what I mean? Oh, you met someone with nice eyes and a big dick? Absolutely. Because I know you're not talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, honey? I'm good, bunny. How are you doing? I miss you so much. You left me in L.A. You left me and then you come back and you don't stay. You make me cry, yay, yay. I'll be back in New York next week, so maybe you and I can. Oh do no, it. I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girl. Um, but no, no, things are going good. I mean, this new mandate. This is this is great news for everyone. I mean, and New York is like pretty much after what after May 30th, New York is going to be bitch people uh, a full capacity, normal business hours. Like shit is really getting back. To, like a year and a half later. They, they 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 had at first said two years, but a year and a half I think is that's that's good work. It it is, and also 
Let's take a moment to breathe and say maybe, even though we don't, there is there are still many question marks of the herd immunity, whatever. Can we take a moment to breathe and say, let's hope this is this progress will stick? You know, can yeah, we just yeah. can we? I mean, I'm not the most spiritual person, but can we, as a people, left or right, <laughs> male, female, transgender, <laughs> old and young, can you we just take that moment? And, and, and get some hope into the despair, because I need it, girl. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, you look at videos of people in Australia. Australia, they have been living their lives for a good seven months now. They have been in the clear, mask-free, inside, outside, inside people, outside. They, everyone has been mask, mask COVID-free in Australia for a while, so... They've done the hard work, and we've been well. A lot of us have been doing the hard work, making it better for everybody. So this is this is good news. Good news. Good news. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were doing a hard work. B that made everybody feel better. Never, never, darling. We're not going to start this podcast with a lie. Sorry, Guru. Well, you know, there 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 is going to be a lot of lies because we're talking about fashion, and you have none of it. So I don't know what fucking expertise you're coming from. She read me. Oh, she read me. Girl, now, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I want to tell you. I want to tell you how I met Billy, who we're interviewing on this podcast, Billy Herb or Billy Beyond, who Billy was Beyond. modeling for Todd Oldham's collections, eleven seasons as a man with high heels, woman's drag, and no boobs. I mean, look, you just. I'll tell you what. You say I don't know fashion. I'll tell you what. I sure could not pull that off. And Billy's now teaching the models to walk in the new Netflix uh, series that's Ryan Murphy and uh, Daniel Minahan directing. So um, uh, that comes out Friday on Netflix. How is Ryan About the Murphy? Gay designer, how is he? You said the young people don't know. Halston was a big, big deal for all of us growing up in the boonies. It was like a glimpse into the big city, the nightlife that we weren't able to experience when we were mm. 15, 16. You were seeing no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying younger kids don't know Halston, but he's definitely not a brand or a designer that has aged like like Gucci, like Versace, like like Dior, like Oscar de la Renta. Like these are names that are still prominent. Where Halston is obviously was a big designer, but he's not. Not as prominent as those other ones I just listed. Yeah, because they they remain well. You know, they listen. These fashion companies are all based on backers. You know, some of the right. biggest Louis Vuittons will have certain backers, and that's often a factor. In I have, how well I have, they, I have, I have a backer coming over later. Well, all I can say is this: I'm glad for his sake that he's not a fronter. <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to Billy. How is how is Ryan Murphy the queen of everything? How is Ryan creating everything? I feel like everything on Netflix and TV is Ryan Murphy driven for the yes, past well, like three four years. Clearly, he's ambitious and a hard worker. For um, sure. I wasn't so you, initially interested in his stuff because I did not care for Glee at all, which is putting it mildly. I in loved fact, Glee when I went to get an AIDS test. They had Glee on in the rating room, and, 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 they, were, and they were they were they were singing "Don't Stop Believing," and I was singing "Don't Stop Receiving Infected Seamen." Don't oh stop. My God. So uh, th- that, that was that was how I got to. That was the only way I could cope with it. Because then, don't let don't let don't, don't let Boomer Banks hear you, girl. He, he gonna come. He gonna manifest on this fucking podcast again. What did I do? What did I do wrong? I finally got an AIDS test. Is something wrong with it? <laughs> According to Boomer Banks, it is. Are you Banks. serious? I, I, that's the only one I've ever had. Why would, <laughs> girl, why, why would I pass that one and then have to take it again after all the nasty, no good men I was with for decades as a wild uh, party girl? Of all you kinds. know, I was I was I was telling someone the other day. I was like, I feel like I just have good luck with this with the with the STD gods. I've had so much sex, and I have only ever yeah, had. You know what one else they say? STD. Syphilis rots the brain. That's what we're hearing you say here. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I have had a lot of sex, and I've only had one STD in my life. Uh huh. Too bad it's uh, herpes, the one that stays. <laughs> forever 
No, I'm kidding. You know baby. what? Hey, Bunny, have you ever heard this? I have a lot of singer friends that went to like like opera singer friends and stuff. They don't suck dick or they don't eat pussy because they're afraid of getting herpes or anything on their on their on the because that is the thing. Herpes on your vocal cords will fuck you up for the rest of your life. And oh, they shit, they, there goes my they, opera they, career. Shit. <laughs> shit. They don't okay. suck dick or eat pussy because they don't want to get uh, herpes on their cords. Oh, really? Have you heard? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that you got it, bitch. You definitely got it. <laughs> Come on, Shaquita. Well, I'm doing a new night with Shaquita. Let's get it out there because we never talked about really? our gigs. And now we have a couple. Amanda Lepore is bringing the glamour. Shaquita's going to be the MC. Oh, my God. We should, get, we, should get, we should get Shaquita on this podcast. That'll be a fun yeah. one. Okay. Well, then we'll talk about that. Then it's called Queens of the Yard, and it's the 21st of May at, at Hudson Yards, that fabled storied venue. It's like a, a dine and watch me. I don't know what they were thinking, but my nasty comedy and trying to eat with some gerbil jokes. Girl, please. We'll see. Okay, work. Okay, also, I'll message Shaquita. Maybe she can do it next week, just in time, okay. because that, that, because your show is, will be in exactly, well, tomorrow will be a week. So maybe we can, yeah, let's, let's do that. Look at us catching all the hot shows in barely three months in business. <laughs> Right on target with all of the latest releases and information for you, listeners. (laughs) Well, listen, today we're going to get right to the interview. We're not going to do stereo calls today because this interview was so juicy and so fun. And I didn't realize how invested I would be in this conversation with, 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 with Billy Beyond. But it's fierce, it's juicy, and I hope you guys enjoy it. What, you thought I was going to bring somebody that was tired? Yeah, like you. I was like, when are going to bring she goes, she going to uh, multiply herself on this fucking podcast, girl. That's the real shit. That's the real you, honey. What's it, Miss Congeniality? <laughs> oh, my God. Soak up the real Monet, bitter and rotten. Mm-hmm. Just like, ask my friend Tamisha. <laughs> honey, uh-uh. I said what I said, Monet. <laughs> On that note, let's get to Billy. Goodbye, bitch. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because Halston, <laughs> the Netflix series, is coming out this Friday, the same day that Ebony and I already launches, I am, we, we, we are going to catch up with an old friend of mine, Billy Herb, also known as Billy Beyond, and he has coached the runway models on Halston on how to walk and serve and strut Miss Honey. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy is also a DJ, makeup artist, photographer, a man of Millie Town, stylist, a man of Millie Town, Millie Towns. So we now welcome Billy Herb. Oh, and a blogger. That's right. Thank you, Bunny. Hi, Billy. Hi, Monet. It's so nice to meet you all. You too. Well, Bunny, I've known for years, but... We're happy that you had some time to talk to the lovely gals of Ebony and Irony. Can you guess which one is Ebony? I think I can. (laughs) So tell us about your work on Halston. It's coming coming out. First of all, I mean, for those who are younger, I don't think everybody knows this. But for me, uh, turning, I guess, 16 in 1978... (sighs) 
it was all about Halston. It was, it was, I mean, Halston was what, you know, you were in Ohio, you're, you're a little younger than me, but I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we were looking at the images of Halston, the designer, and hmm. his celebrity clients, Bianca Jagger, Liza Minnelli, in this forbidden world of cocaine and sex and just all of the lore of it. And it, it kind of, it's kind of like a magic age that made us want to move to New York City, but it also made us um, just aware that there was this wild nightclub world that we wanted to be a part of. So, so tell us about you know your your early impressions of the very seductive <laughs> Halston Studio Four disco days with Grace Jones, Bianca Jagger, well, Liza Minnelli. Yeah, uh, you know, I was in art school worshiping the image that he was pumping out, uh, the mystique, the glamour. He himself as an icon, um, there was a period where I uh, wore gray turtlenecks with my hair blown back, pre pretending to smoke 120s. Um, <laughs> it was, a, you know, it was a huge thing. He definitely was... Um, what we were looking at, right? And trying to aspire to it with the mystique of a big city and the fashion and everything. But, um, yeah. Was he known to be out of the closet at that time? Because there weren't a lot of powerful well, men that weren't out of the closet. I mean, I think it was assumed. Yeah. A designer in New York at discos. I don't think so. I've, I never heard, you know, I did um, two or three times around in the last 15 years research with the director on Halston for various pitches and, yeah. and, and we tried to get this going several times, right? So through that, I never really heard him speak about his sexuality um, or sexuality. I don't think it was a topic, but I mean, well, all, all he had to do was open his mouth and it was pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, as someone, as as um, as a, a queen from a younger generation, um, I was, I have, yes, I know of the designer Halston, and I've heard it in songs and stuff like that. But as someone who like looks at fashion stuff now, I I don't see. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know Halston to be such a huge name as he probably was back then. Like oh, not, yeah. not like a lot of these other designers have stayed on, you know, like Versace and, and, and all these things. And obviously Halston, again, I'm not saying that Halston is not iconic. It was super huge, but I just saying now, nah, I don't think it has, oh, yeah. it has transcended the time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you and McGregor has said who plays Halston so brilliantly said, uh, I read in a couple of interviews, he didn't even know who Halston was. Yeah. So, yeah. so for sure that has happened. Um, but you know, that's just another generation, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, he also had different spurts in his career. He designed Jackie. He was a milliner first who designed Jackie Kennedy's famous pillbox, pink pillbox oh. hat that didn't she, did she wear that to the inauguration? Yeah. I mean, that was like a, a huge fashion moment that kind of like, you know, I mean, iconic American history. Yeah, so, yeah. so as a milliner, he did that. Then he, you know, he was actually doing stuff in the 60s and the 70s. Then he got a contract with Bergdorf to do hats, right? And then his, his own clothes. Yeah. But I think he had sold his name by the, the actually by 72. Um, he had sold his name because um, his first imprint was, I mean, his first big moment was hot pants and shirt waist. And that was, hot, we all know hot pants are, were early 70s, you know, late 60s and early 70s yeah. and the shirt waist dress. But um, then in the later 70s, the disco fashions, the, what was it, Kiana, the Jersey things, he invented the caftan. Thank you. He didn't invent oh, it. But wait, he, for, he invented, I'm about to say he invented the caftan? He popularized it. The, the caftan's yeah. ancient. It was a I yeah. was like, I was like, well, Bunny has definitely made use of that fucking invention, okay? Because this bitch is hard pressed to be in anything form fitting, and we all are very happy about it. <laughs> okay, I don't, know if that's, well, I don't know if that's fat shaming or uh, old <laughs> age shaming or whether that is transphobic, but I know it's one of them. Well, it, 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 it is true. He did invent that, and not a lot of people realize that he was 8,000 years old, Bunny. <laughs> no wonder I identified with him. But so I mean, he, had to, 
he, he had ups and downs and he was criticized because I think in, I think it was 72 that he sold his name to JC Penney's. Yeah. The, the other, the high fashion world turned oh, on really? him because, because he, well, uh, big, big designers had not done, yeah. uh, you know, lines with like budget stores. And so they thought it cheapened his brand. Then he sold it and he kept the, you know, like the, for originally kept designing for Halston, but then they totally bought the name and then it was just perfumes into the eighties. So that's why people don't really have a, a visual thing unless they were, you know, around back then of, of Halston. But the thing that I associate with Halston is like the, the halter tops of, of Matt Jersey and the, the, the more caftan stuff that he put on Liza, that's her famous look with the, the scarf around her neck, the red, you know, that's all Halston. But as far as what he's known for and what he did, uh, in his own words, um, he never aspired to be trendy or follow trends and never even used the word trend. He uh, only aspired to make timeless designs. So that's why you see that they're classic and usually very simple. Well, say, well looking at you right now, Mr. Billy, obviously you are a very handsome gentleman. Oh, thank uh, you. But just <laughs> for the kids who are tuning in that may not know, how did you how did you become to be this the face, the model, the, all the things? How did how was that birthed? Well, you know what? That was uh requested of me. It was funny because it was not something that I pursued it uh, I was more or less saying yes when I moved so you're saying you're pretty when I well when I was <laughs> listen when I was young you know I had the face of a woman let's face it let's yeah. face it so I got to New York um my closest friends were photographers David LaChapelle was the first person to put me in drag I work yeah, work. two weeks after we met, I was in Interview Magazine, and that was everywhere. And then next thing you know, they just keep asking me, please, can you do this? Please, can you do that? Well, wow. Todd Oldham, at that time living in Texas, saw those pictures and said to himself, one day, if I ever have a collection, that's my model, right? So then wow. as, as things go, you're probably 10 years later, was it? No, I guess about eight years later. Todd comes to New York and we meet and he, he realizes that that's the person that he's always wanted to meet, et cetera. And would you do it for me? Sure. You know, I mean, I had, I had been hanging, you know, hanging, doing drag for fun at the pyramid, doing shows. Um, mm -hmm. So it was easy and, and it was, um, but it was always something that I, I would say yes to. Well, well, let me set the scene a little bit because you and I both grew up together in at the Pyramid Club. You're you're younger. I'll give you that. But um, you know, so we this is way before Billy was modeling as a woman side by side with Linda Evangelista and the top models for Todd Oldham, who now does home furnishers furnishing, but who was a huge designer uh, at that time. And so this was an uptown designer, honey. This was this was not yeah. this was not a trans thing at all. I mean, no. Terry Toy mm -hmm. was a trans model. Tracy Africa was a a, a, a model. But the, the, no, you did not see this. You did not see men. And Billy was flat chested in high heels with women's hair, and none, nobody was laughing. And we couldn't believe it because we were all these boogers from the pyramid. But Billy had the actual looks and the skill to apply the makeup like that to where he could sit on a high fashion runway and then we would get invited to the shows at one time Todd did a collection that had all the queens from the pyramid happy face taboo a dress named after all of us so the, the this was also when Suzanne Barsh who you've worked with were doing parties so it was this incredible mix of of uptown and downtown and I mean to be honest with you I'm still in awe of you and what you did back then I mean the beauty is uncontrollable and it was just it, it it was it was it was, it was a moment I, w I spooked myself because now that people are interested or you know they were always interested at the time I was turning down Sally Jesse Raphael Geraldo mm -hmm. um everybody wanted me on there because when the word was why 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 did you turn it down I felt like it was gonna um label limit me hmm. in my life if if that's what I what the label I chose to take, right? 
Got it. And like, because you thought that these people were making like, because I've I've seen the Geraldo shows and the Sally Jesse where they have like, they have like drag queens on there and they do this, they play up this whole very very Jerry Springer, and you didn't want that kind of attention. I no, and also when I was the supermodel, I only existed after they put me in the drag, the hair and makeup, uh, you know, uh, on mm-hmm. me. Then I was that person, same name, Billy. But um, after the show, when I took the costume off, I walked out mm-hmm. and then they didn't know it was me. So I didn't Dang. I didn't really exist that way. I did other shows. I did photo shoots all the time and um, things like that. But there was sort of a mystique about it. And, and it. it was it was it was like it was a New York moment because it was this fusion of high fashion and gritty clubs like the pyramid. And there you were. And t- of course, Todd invited us to the shows. We were there. Well, I can't imagine what we looked like. But I mean, this was like a huge yeah. moment to where all the gay people in the fashion world and all of the appreciative, you know, women or whatever. Like, I mean, it was this gender moment. You you were in drag with wigs, you, you know, know but, but flat chested. I think of it now in retrospect. I remember Todd and I thinking about it and discussing it like what it was at the time. And to us, it was non-gender. The only reason he wanted me in the clothes was because of the way I looked Mm -hmm. and my skills as a model. And so there was no – me personally, I never had any kind of gender dysphoria or or gender issues or trans, things like that. So to me, it was a role that I was going to play. And so, and I got out there and my proudest moment was, I, well, let's see, I did 12 shows, six years I did it and um, twice a year. And uh, my proudest moment was when the New York Times mentioned me and it said, Billy, plausibly a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was like, yes, I did it. They, they believed it. <laughs> but seriously, I watched videos from then and I, I, I truly gasp. I said, what is that? I don't know. It's like for me personally. You didn't question it. No one questioned no, it. Let me tell no, you that. Nobody no. was laughing. No, there was, no, there was a woman on the runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Without and tits. A, and a really, a really, a really great model that could, you know, scrub the jacket, show the lining, triple back, turn and. and oh, yes, bitch. You better. You, okay. Y- 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 y'all don't have the video. Y'all can't see this. Billy just gave us a full catwalk moment sitting in his chair, bitch. That well, is called professional. Well, I'll tell you about my skills on the runway. At the time, I, well, let's see. So I had been working as a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. successfully for many years. So I knew a lot of the models already and we were friends. Mm. The first show Naomi did outside of England, I did her makeup in Paris, you know, work. so we knew each other from way for five or six years already in that. Was she, at this point, was she already yeah. throwing cell phones or was no, that no. later? No, no, no. She was the sweetest, most wonderful girl you'd ever meet. And okay, at the, but at the time when su- the supermodel phenomenon, when that started, I was already embedded in this Todd Oldham show with them. Right. Mm. And so we would literally do a little rehearsal in the back. If you were going to do a double, you would discuss it with them. You know, oh, oh, should we what's s- a double? Oh, yeah, doubles where you come out from each side, meet in the middle, pause, turn oh. and go down together. And you could split the double. One goes halfway, one goes all the way. Then you go back, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Monet thought it was a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> double <laughs> headed. Anyway, all of, these, all of these old school runway techniques, we were researching and learning because they were developing into their personalities on the runway. And, it, they, you know, this is what they were getting paid for. Supermodels had their styles and they could walk in the way that models were walking in the 50s mm. is what we were emulating, right? Which is also the, what the voguing houses were emulating with their dramatic poses. The RuPaul's song Supermodel came out and was a hit at this yeah. era about Linda and Naomi. Yeah. And this was a big moment. Well, as I like to say, um, Ru wrote a song about it. <laughs> 
you were it. Okay. Hello. <laughs> girl. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, but so, so the, anyway, the skills and the techniques we I would literally practice all the time. You know, in a club, at home, anywhere. Queens were doing runway. We were, you know, in the clubs doing it for hours. Yes. At so, one time, I went bowling with you. And you, <laughs> yes. Billy, Billy threw the ball and then did like some ridiculous pop dip spin. The the bowling ball hit a strike and Billy struck a pose. And we were like, "What the fuck is this?" Which can only, I mean, maybe it could only be matched by. You told me one time, Connie Fleming, aka Connie Girl, a, a, a trans model who modeled for Mugler, saw you across the platform um, in yes. the train station and somersaulted across the fucking platform. Over yeah. to the oh other my side. God. Yeah. So, so this, this is, these are some like. Well, so- speaking of Connie girl, the beautiful Connie Fleming, she is actually um, featured in Halston in a Studio 54 scene where she plays Potassa. <gasps> yes. The legendary tr- Latina trans. That's right. Oh my God. Oh, oh my and God. She- I'm looking up Connie girl right now because uh, full disclosure, I did not, I don't know who Connie girl is. She is stunning. Oh my God. So she originally wore the cowboy Mugler look, That's like right. the yes. famous work. And oh my so- God. Yeah. She, kids, y- 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 y'all have seen this look. It's the, it's the red and gold Mugler cowgirl. Look it up right now if you can. Covered oh my God. Beads, She's stunning. Covered with beads. Covered with beads and, like, yeah, I mean, Connie was a, a performer at the uh, boy bar, a drag bar that was in the same neighborhood as the Pyramid Club where Billy and I were hanging out. So there was a lot of cross pollination. Honey, we all worship Connie from day she, wow. one. Listen, I still do. She's one of the most beautiful people and visually stunning and such a talented model. It's insane. She And te- MC. And <laughs> MC. Her technique is what got her on the runways of Paris for real. I mean... I mean, she looks incredible. She She's uh, one of the finest ever, so it was so exciting to see her as Potassa, standing next to and hanging out with Salvador Dali, a lookalike. Yeah. Oh. There's a okay, lot. Now, there's so much good stuff in this Halston thing. It's really fun. So now, so with, so with all these supermodels that you were with them at their prime, and you and you learned from, and and and, and vice versa, I was spilled the tea. Who are the real fucking bitches? Who are the ones that they're on TV acting like they nice and sweet, but they was backstage and they're and they're cunty as fuck? Well, I'm trying to think, and this is going to sound really corny, but I never witnessed that. I never saw any really. Di- no, I never saw diva fits. I never saw any of that shit. Naomi, who's famous for that, never. Mm-hmm. But it was a different situation because we all knew each other for so long. You okay, know, gotcha. That gotcha, was yeah. that, that was one thing. But also, the Todd Oldham show was fun. There was champagne. Everybody was. We got paid. Okay, another thing, Todd Oldham. Thank you. I was able to live my life in New York City and work two days a year by walking down a runway. Because because Todd always insisted that Billy get paid exactly the same as whatever the highest paid girl got. So wow. So I was out there turning with Linda, and we were both cashing the checks. Work (laughs) okay. Now now you don't have to disclose this, but back then, like I'm so and because because some of us don't know, like we we have no threshold of what like like what like what what is an average that a top girl would make in a show back then well it went as the supermodel phenomenon continued it went up and up and up and then it got stuck if you're a new girl Mm -hmm. you may you know you're not making what the top girl makes plus it's all negotiated by their reps and everything so nobody makes the same amount you got to understand. So like $2,000 a show or $2 million a show or $200,000, you know what I'm saying? Like like about. More than $2,000. I would say, uh, if I recall correctly, more like $5,000. Work. Ish. And, and you, but it and went you up. Work? It would go up. I mean, it was nuts. There was so much. It was. But then again, as I look back at those super pin, supermodel big where it's like me literally and Cindy Crawford doing a double and mm-hmm. like the insanity, 
no one else could have done it. We really did have the skills. Got mm-hmm. it. You yes. know? Yeah. So, so there's always been, you know, I, I met Miss J. Is that yeah. the one from Tucker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met, mm-hmm. I met Miss J at the Copacabana where he was wearing, like, really, you know, he's really tall and thin, wearing chic, you know, dresses and absolutely fell in love with him. Sweetest yeah. guy on earth. Yeah. And, you know, always welcoming and always, always fun. But so there is this, like, elite group of gays yeah. who taught these women to work to, to walk because he you know it's, and I mean that's essentially what you're doing in in Halston is is helping the models you know get wow. in touch with these techniques and so I mean there's Miss J and then there's Willie Ninja was employed I mean Miss J lives in Paris still doing that I mean they, they take the beautiful wow. 16 year olds off the boat from Czechoslovakia and you know he he he, he works them out and, yeah. and gets them into shape so I mean how, how did you I mean is this just from your soaking up your knowledge while doing runway with them or or just you just took to it naturally were this was this was runway modeling something you were salivating over in Ohio before you came to New York uh no I didn't even know it existed then but um as I Willie was a friend of mine as I was what I like to call a disco model doing runway in the clubs it was, um, yeah, I was fascinated by it, and there was no internet, so the the biggest type of gold you could have was a VHS tape of a of a Halston show or of mm. a Saint Laurent Couture, and uh, you know, me and Connie, maybe we she lived down Come the, on Saint Laurent, yeah. She would get, you know, girl, I got a tape. Run down the street and watch it, and it would be magique, and uh, all of his famous models turning and and spins and hands and and we would practice all the who, time. Who is Magique? Who is Magique? Magique was a, a black girl, a model for Saint Laurent. Part of Oh, I was just I was I was just going with it. I was like this this probably means like a really fancy term, so I'm just going to act like I know. I'll go like, "Oh yeah, girl, Magique, honey." She I always think of her she was one of my favorites. She had very short hair. She was sort of a Roshumba. But um Ooh. but not. Anyway, you know, like Munya, she was like Munya. So mm, yeah. So uh, anyway, we we would literally seek it out and practice yeah. and yeah. create our own. One of my favorite moments ever was with who I consider to be the best runway model ever, Helena Barquia. Right? She's Spanish. Oh, girl, I don't know who that is. Helena Barquia. Get it, uh, bitch! Put it into YouTube. You'll die. People worship her. <laughs> she. She is the finest, in my opinion. And so I'm waiting to go on for Todd Oldham. She's in front of me. She's right before me, and she's on the steps. So she's like three feet taller than me. They call her name. She turns around and looks down at me, and she says, you'll never be as good as me. And turns around, walks right out, looks back at me. Now she's on the stage and gives me the eyebrow and takes off. Work. This reminds me of, of a similar story between me and Bunny. And and the, and the thing is, it was so hilarious, and she's so sweet and wonderful. But she was absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so now, see, see, so, so here's, okay. So obviously that you, you can learn to model and you can learn these things, but how much of it do you think is just fucking talent? Like either, because I, I always say, either you know how to wear clothes or you don't. Like yeah. some people just do not have taste and you just can't teach taste. How much of that is translated to runway modeling? It's the same with any type of artistic expression. And you hear it a lot when you go to take lessons of to, mm-hmm. to do anything. I can teach you how to do it. But if you don't have the extra sparkle that like indescribable it factor that a, mm-hmm. that a performer has, then you don't have that sparkle because you really do pump it out of you as a performance, right? 
because yeah. during the what the supermodels were doing was the technique was always there to show the clothes correctly and you always had to ask the designer do you want me to do this do you want me to take mm. it off should i do this how do you want it right and then they tell you but the minute you got out there it was only you they didn't right, right, right. the clothes were not even on you the people were screaming and gagging they're like that's naomi oh my god look at her right <laughs> and the way she moved was her signature so we each had our styles my signature style was skipping i don't know how Ooh. i don't know how it evolved there was like a double time bounce right bonnie you know that like when mm -hmm. we're dancing and you do that like it's like a little bounce in between like that Real, uh -huh. real sassy and that was mine <laughs> and one time i was coming down the runway the house music blasting so loud that your ears are bleeding and in the front row stands up polly melon on her chair billy skip skip billy <laughs> so i just turn and you can see on the video and i stop and i look and I just start skipping and she loses her mind like it was wow. skip. The skip was, I don't know how it happened, but that's, that was my thing, you know? Everyone had, yeah. their, everyone had their style, their own particular thing. So w was Magique a model and a, a runway coach? Because I'm seeing a lot of gay men, you, Willie Ninja, um, Miss J, perfecting this. Because, if, I mean, I wonder if the, if the cuntiness of modeling it was is really something that comes naturally to women because sometimes I think of it as a gay male thing with you know I mean because it's a there's a little bit of shade thrown into the, the modeling there's Tons. a little bit of attitude and so what what happened after the 90s when there was this supermodel moment and these bold patterns the Versace that I loved like clashing patterns and huge gold accessories we went into this grunge thing yeah. which was to compensate for all this glamour that you know you were part of and it was like uncombed hair and heroin chic junky chic and like shuffling out onto the runway and I just never you know having actually been to uh, Paris to see a Mugler show and seeing Nadja fucking Hourman who was yeah. one of my favorites like no you wear $50,000 worth of clothes <laughs> like you've got $50,000 worth of clothes I don't want to see you wake up from a fucking you know a, a doorstep I want to see you look like this bracelet is no. worth a Million. Oh, I know. I, I love me. I love a junky dumpster chic. I think that shit is so fly. <laughs> I live for it. Well, it's funny as far as the styles of runway go. Um, I think it was a backlash because it became so elevated and all, practically the same as walking in a ball for the house of Saint Laurent. <laughs> okay, the, the shit yeah. that was going on in the clubs was literally being translated onto the runway, and I think it was that was sort of the peak moment for styles. But then the um, when the pendulum went the swung the other way, it was the total minimalism, no expression, no smiling, walking, no swishing, hips are not moving, straight out to the end. Don't even turn, but round it off. Just keep walking and then back, right? And that was something that I equate with a lot of um, Japanese designers because as far as Paris goes and the big shows go, they were the first ones to do that. Um, Yoji Yamamoto and Comme de Garçon, they were the ones that said no modeling, just walk. Mm. And so, so that became very popular and a trend that still happens today. I was, yesterday I was with this um, model scout. And he showed me this girl. Oh, you know, she's been working on her her walk. Will you look at this video? I looked at the video of the girl, and I was I was like, "Wow, that's great!" You know, I think she'll do really well. She's nothing. She's nothing. She did not do one thing. She just walked like a zombie, and that was it. But that's what they do today. So, yeah. And, and so so when you see so like so, what is your opinion on models like let's say Kendall Jenner? Who well, and I don't know how to gauge runway walks or like runway models. Like I don't know what's good, what's bad. Like I like obviously we see what's trending now and how they walk, but like models that kind of have this like fast success and like 
Now you had a lot of Instagram models and stuff. Like, what is your opinion on models like Kendall Jenner and the well? What Bella I miss- and Gigi are different because they. I mean, Bella and the other Hadid uh, sister. They actually did it for years, as, as opposed to Kendall Jenner, who kind of popped on the scene. Well, I think um, it takes about five minutes to learn the popular technique of the moment. So in that case, they're lucky. But right. um, what I miss is the individual personalities. Because it's mm. it's been so homogenized to where yeah for sure take the personality out and just put nobody under the clothes. Whereas right. you know I, I feel like that happens. So you're not today. getting the, the the Naomi's and the Nodges and the the the, the Christies or the, or the Billy. So how did so so you're saying that modeling today is a little bit more plain and less personality driven and less, you know, technique driven. But so what were you, yeah. what, what were you doing on the Halston well, thing that's about to come out on Netflix? What, what well, was you your have, job? Well, Tell you us ha- about you it. You have to understand that this, st- this Halston story starts in 1968 and goes up into the eighties. So in 1968, his first shows in the first episode, that modeling style was completely different and, mm. um, super old school holding a number. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a number. Yeah. yeah like a, to say what? So, so you know, so you write down the number. If you if you're in the audience, you want to buy it. You write down 64, oh. or you write down so, 69. Yeah, they literally <laughs> <laughs> they would literally carry a little card to designate their out oh, wow. their outfit number, and it was very business. There were no cameras there shooting, and it was uh, just showing the outfit to the people you know, three feet away and more like demonstrating, right? And they didn't have cell phones and they didn't have YouTube. So there was no, you had to be there. Right. So, so my job was to get that across to the girls. The girls who were cast as models are models. So they're coming into this with zero idea of what it used to be or how to do anything really. Well, not, not, not all of them. Considering all these drag race girls currently, I mean, I, I don't know. Do you, do you watch the show Billy at all? Um, I have seen it. Yeah, I don't watch it every week, but. Yeah. So you have queens like Miss Fame and Violet Chachki and Aquaria who do these, who go through these runway shows and they, but I mean, I think, I mean, I, I know a lot of them and I think a big part of their hopes and dreams are to like really break into like the supermodel industry to be these supermodels, to be the Naomi's, to be the Tyra Banks's, to be the Linda Evangelist, all those girls. But they don't seem to quite get there. I don't know if it's a cultural thing okay. or it's because of them. I think what, uh, ooh, yes. what we're talking Good about ahead. is one word, honey. Realness. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> they so don't, you don't have the have look. They don't have the look. Oh, when to, you, to look to, you can look. It. It's, you know, you can look cunt in your costume. But... When the when the designer hands you like, uh, you know, a, a dish rag with three straps, you better be ready. You know, but I feel like, but I feel like for the to be honest, I feel like these girls be doing it. Like I, I really look at them. I'm like, oh my god, that looks like a supermodel. Well, maybe they are. I don't know, but um, to be a model, you um, you really do have to be the right size. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I guess see good I in any makeup. You have to look good in any makeup and hair, not like you said, not just the ones that you chose. Like, you know, yeah. yes, Violet looks very incredible in a corset, but if they want to put her mm-hmm. in a boxy jacket, you know, or something that, you know, may, maybe her whatever, the designer would say your legs don't look long enough or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So so it's, it's about how you sell the clothes in addition to the, the personality. I mean, there have been like the Andre Pelovic, who was such a beautiful man, not in drag like you were, but um, such a beautiful guy. And then he transitioned. There's been Terry Toy, who we hung out with at the Pyramid, an incredible, uh, you know, high fashion model for Steven Sprouse and, you know, other people. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I think just- with, with today's um, changing views of trans people and gender things, um, it's, it's probably opened up a lot of opportunity to where you, maybe you don't have to have realness anymore. Maybe you just are a diff, maybe gender fluidity is the story of the designer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. when I was doing it, no. 
It wasn't. Yeah. The one concept that keeps fashion going is you can't be out. The fear of not being in. Right? Mm. Yeah. And that's why I say trans is in. So make sure that your rights don't go yeah. when the trend goes out of style. You know, that's what, right. that's why I sometimes I'm like when I see um, yeah. Will, Will Smith's son, you know, putting on a, a dress in some ad or, you know, Harry Styles, it's like when you're all about it. So the fashion person is going to say, oh no, that was last year. We're, we're t- we want men to look like men again. Yeah. You know, we don't mm. want Harry Styles in a frilly, neck cravat or you know high heels or long hair so the the trends turn because you've always got to be on top and anytime everybody's doing something you instinctively turn away and like a bitter jaded queen say no that's tired now girl right exactly Mm -hmm. so you can charge more the next season yeah that's you're right that is what fashion is about it's pretty it's a pretty rotten and ugly concept it is. I know. I mean, but but I mean, but, but listen, we all we all sign up for fashion. We all, you yeah. know, what I mean, it's just part of what fashion is. Fashion is. I feel like I feel like fashion is always going to be that. And again, who am I, right? I was like, I, I I literally made a dress out of sponges on like an international <laughs> TV show. Like, who am I? <laughs> but I just think that's always going to be fashion. Fashion is literally Heidi Klum says it in says it in Project Runway. One day you're in, and the next day you're fucking out. Yeah. Like, right. period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so uh, one thing that's interesting to me, this is, this is oh, you, there, there were models, including Liza Minnelli and Bianca Jagger, that were called the Halsonettes. Right. And uh, because of uh, the black model, Pat Cleveland, was, was, Al, was Alvi, Al- Alvia Chin? Alvia Al- Chin, yes. Was, was she Asian? Yes. And so there were so so, so long before diversity and inclusivity, uh, you know, Halston was pumping this maybe because he was gay. But there was one, and I need to know because two of the Halstonettes are in this thing. Is the heavy model Pat Ast a Warhol? Is she in Halston the Rest, Netflix series? Pat Ast was around in Halston's life, you know. Uh, professionally as well as like during the day for business, she was working at the showroom too. Mm-hmm. So the girl, I mean, she, she the girl, like, the girl that plays Pat Ast and Bunny, you will die because she is incredible. Her name is Shauna Hamey. And I'm just telling you it's over. She is exact. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Because Pat was like, I mean, this was before any wow. of that body positivity stuff. And you know, Pat was cute, but she was no way a beauty. And she was very big oh, yeah. with a double chin. And, you know, nothing that you would see anything like that ever on a runway. Right. And she was just like this. She was in Warhol movies and was just like a colorful. Well, yeah. you know what she was. She was a fag hag. That's what she was. Yeah. Everyone loved her. She mm-hmm. sang, you know, but but I was about to, because I saw something about Liza and, and um and I know Pat Ass is not a household name, but she just thrills people from that era yeah. who saw her on variety shows. Yeah. Well, didn't she do something with Donna Summer on Bad Girls? Maybe. Like a 70s video where they sang Bad Girls and she was the heavy hooker. I mean, this oh, is just yeah, that was gay in, uh, lore. Yeah, that was in uh, Liza and... Uh, that was part of Liza and Goldie together again, their second TV special. Thank you. Who is Goldie? Goldie Hawn. Who's Goldie? Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Maybe oh, you can do that. Try to keep Bunny, oh my God. Not, uh, <laughs> Billy, ignore her. Bunny's trying to act like she's a millennial right. when she's an old hag. No, I'm not trying to act like. But I wanted to ask you this. This is from a British uh, uh, Vogue that said in just over two decades, he, Halston, had succeeded in changing the way women felt in clothes yeah. and demonstrated the immensely positive influence that a designer can have on our everyday lives. Mm. Rather than a cautionary tale of ambition and excess, here's hoping that Halston, the series, pays dues to the mastery and the daring of one of fashion's greatest visionaries. Do you think it does? You haven't seen all of it, but you've seen the first two episodes. Well, you know, that was my sentiment exactly through the whole thing. And I can tell you that that's also part of the director's exact sentiment, Dan, knowing him. Mm. It's not exploitative, but having seen only the first two episodes is pretty shocking. I've got to tell you that much. And um, it is a narrative that is not... um, 
uh, entirely factual. Okay. There's yeah. a there's a little bit of changing in, of the story here and there. For sure. To make it more interesting for TV. That's right. But well, I mean, yeah. it was, it or, was or interesting. Less I mean, interesting. I mean, oh. I mean, he, he he was. I mean, listen. Yeah. <laughs> there was cocaine all over the place. I mean, oh, yeah. this was Studio Fifty Four. You're gonna see. Wait, is this you, is this is this the Halston story or the or the Bianca Del Rio story? I'm yeah. confused now. Uh, he he had a Venezuelan boyfriend named Victor Hugo, who was. I mean, listen. Because of Victor, Vic, we would see. We would a, a very large penis is what he was. He was like a fashion person, but also like you'll a very see large it. penis and drug. So Bianca, you'll see it. Oh, okay. You, you'll we'll see. see it. On the, no, Bunny, you're gonna see everything. You're gonna see more cigarettes than you've ever seen. You're gonna see pounds of cocaine being inhaled you're gonna see you're gonna see frontal nudity rear nudity full nudity butt fucking poppers uh what all of it okay oh i can't wait now i'm excited no i guess i guess i should watch with like a box of kleenex then i'll tell you know i'm no lotion i'm no prude but i was just like wow <laughs> oh great! Okay, well this, yeah. this sounds good. But yet you remember seeing uh, Victor Hugo after Halston had died at yeah. Jackie Sixty, a club in the '90s, 2000s. And I mean, you know, we would—I mean, he was nice, but we would all kind of drool over him because he know we knew he was handsome and older, but he was hanging huge, and we—and you know, we knew he liked to party, so we were kind of like, mm, maybe, right? The actor that plays him is named John Franco Rodriguez, and he's so great and he's super cute really hot beautiful it's 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 pretty it's pretty good it's perfect actually his his role he yeah. stole my look he what, stole what, your look what, <laughs> what makes this an important story is this an important story for everyone for gays for fashion people for historians what well, what is riveting about halston the series the colorful mean? life yeah, the celebrities, I mean, or a combination of everything. In this, in this series, he's portrayed as what Dan called an anti-hero. So he's, you're rooting for him, and he's, but at the same time, you're kind of hating him. Okay. okay. Is that because he was kind of independent and willful? Because the, the last well, time he was, the trailer is, he said, was, you can have everything and lose it in a second. Right. So... I mean, he actually lost it in over decades, but he did lose it and yeah. died of AIDS, which I guess is in there as well. I mean, oh, yeah. he was, there's this a, was, he was there's, partying before we knew what AIDS was. So there's, there's, uh, there's, it's like I say, he's an anti-hero and the overall arc of the series, I m- might call it a tragedy because yeah, yeah, in the end he's dead and gone and he was a genius. So, yeah. so it, it's, Yeah. It's compelling in that okay. way. Yeah. I'm very excited to watch it. Yeah. So, Billy, before you go, the Halston family, um, they've come out because they weren't, uh, I guess, consulted about the film. And they're saying that it's, that it's um, inaccurate, fictionalized. How do you respond to that? I did indeed it. <laughs> <laughs> I did indeed. I did indeed it. Do you agree with them? Um, <clears throat> well, he just, Billy just said I that think, it was somewhat th- f- fictionalized. Yeah, it's, it's a famous person's life. It's, uh, it's an, it's, uh, like I say, it's, um, it's not, I wouldn't call it fiction. It's not fictionalized. I wouldn't go that right. far, but it's not, it's not a super accurate biopic. It's a drama. Got it. It's yeah, in the, yeah. in the form of. A Ryan Murphy show. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, are you going to go to the premiere and make a stink like Janet Mock? And, yeah. And, <gasps> and talk about someone who you slept with on the crew. And I hope it's the one that played Victor Hugo. I wish there was a premiere. There's no premiere. It was all virtual. Oh, oh boo. That's so annoying. Everything is virtual. I'm sorry about I that. I know. Boo. It sucks. Imagine the party. When you see Studio 54, the art direction, the production design will gag you. The costumes. Jeriana San Juan, a genius. You're going to die. Plus, one little thing I have to say before we go. The hair and makeup in this show is genius. And that never happens. 
No, you, <laughs> you, you, it doesn't. And so I want to just say, uh, for people that want to check out Billy's stuff, his blog, his blog is BillyHerb.com. No, e Billy, Beyond, Billy Beyond. Oh, oh, it's Billy Beyond, which is a name given to you by Body Map, who were a fashion designer from London, who we love, uh, the, the London Connection. And uh, but your but your real name as a photographer, as a DJ, is also Billy Herb E R B. So it's BillyBeyond.com. Is there an Instagram? Same, Billy Beyond. Billy Beyond, and also for people that. Uh, that like the internet lore, there is a famous video of me, Billy, oh, yeah. a sister, RuPaul, called Pickle Surprise. Hello. And uh, for, for, from way back in the day, a wonderful director named Tom Rubinitz. And I didn't realize until, until I was looking you up, you actually created Strawberry Shortcut, a similar video with Strawberry, uh, with, with Tom Rubinitz, yeah. uh, you know, before Pickle Surprise. Yeah. Pickle and that Sur one is online as well. If you yeah. want to look up Pickle Surprise and see another side of Billy, because not only did you do the drag, you did incredible, you know, looks. I mean, you were a makeup artist and, and, and yeah. uh, you know, so those were some wild times. I didn't even know you did Suzanne Barsh's uh, makeup. I didn't know. Girl, I know you did it for her a lot. I, I, when my, uh, uh, I did Ivana Trump. Girl, I, it was. I, I didn't, hello. It yeah, was I didn't even. I, crazy. I didn't even. I didn't know that you started that. I, I knew you started a club night in LA called Beige. Yeah. I had no idea that you had ballet, as in ballet shoes, parking. Yeah. <laughs> thank With you. With Eric Conrad. Thank, thank you. Thank so, you. a man Pickle of many surprise. talents. Uh, pickle surprise is what's in your underwear, Monet. No, pickle surprise uh, it, is my grinder name. But it's in the back, <laughs> not the front. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> but, Billy, thank you so much for swinging by. This was great. I can't watch. I, I can't wait to watch it. And thank you for giving us all this inside supermodel tea that I didn't know I needed in my life. It's my pleasure. <laughs> it's really fun, and I think the gays are gonna love this film. Thank you, Billy. Bye. Love thank you. you Billy. Bye. Much love. Wow, girl. Do you know, remember that song, Bunny? Um, Mask Off by Future? No. Oh, my God. Wait, what do you know about Future? You listen to Future? Bitch, listen. Now what? What the fuck? Listen. <laughs> now you see it? Girl, y'all are not y'all cannot see the video. Right now, Bunny is literally Millie walking. She is she is Millie rocking. She is doing the whoa. Bunny is busting all the TikTok dances. I am this is impressive, Bunny. I'm impressed. Um yeah, that was so fun. I'm I'm really now okay, full T, I was not in any ways interested in in, in watching the Halston series. Now I am. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be good. I'm into it. Yes, and um you, we did speak about Connie Fleming, a.k.a. Yes. Connie Girl, who modeled for Mugler, was from the boy bar scene, and she is in Halston, mm. um, uh, the, the yeah. Netflix series, as Potassa, who was a famous, gorgeous, chic, trans woman. I believe she was Puerto Rican. Um, so, of course, Connie, who is black, is culturally appropriating, but I'm not going to comment because I'm white. Okay. <laughs> And also, if you, uh, I, I referenced that uh, Connie Fleming, Connie girl, uh, if you j just Google Mugler um, cowboy, cowboy and you'll see it. it, that is her. She is literally stunning. It is, I say you, Mugler was making drags, oh, please. honey. That's costumes. Costumes down, down. That's I what so many girls reference it. I saw one of those in Paris. Did you really in real life? Oh, yes, I saw the one with Nadja Auerman, Tippi right. Hedren. Um, oh my god! A, a, a bunch of them. Not, yeah, I, I, I was over there, over there once. I had a great wow. time. Wow, what, 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 what year was that? Uh, five hundred BC. <laughs> oh, what, what a lovely trip for your little um sixtieth <laughs> birthday. That was so nice. But yeah, look I'm up so Connie Girl because like she is. Fabulous, Connie Fleming, and she's an illustrator. She, um, oh, wow. she's 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 actually a performer because she was one of the original boy bar beauties. So when you Got talk it. about Cody Ravioli, Princess Deandra, Perfidia, uh, Potaswa, Shannon, those are the boy bar girls, and they mm -hmm. were dynamite. So we were over with the pyramid, everyone else, and Billy was also at the pyramid too. He was, you know, like he would help out 
you know, co with concepts or whatever with the, with the owner, you know, to figure out what they were going to do and make it for set designs. He he was a stylist on Sex in the City under Pat Field, oh, and I think yeah. there was like a famous black leather rose. He made that. I mean, that a became black a fashion. Rose in Sex in the City, like like a yeah, like a pin or something or a wrist thing, and that they they did that and it became like a a a, a fashion thing. I mean, he's like like. He literally like sees something and can make it. He's uh, to I me, it's that. like Cecil Beaton. It's like a real eye. Cecil Beaton's the one that put Audrey Hepburn in those bizarre picture hats with bows and uh, uh, like whatever girl in My Fair Lady. If y'all want to look got it up, it, look it up. But it. I just gave you some good tips for the old shit. Yeah, and again, look. Up, I I really encourage you guys to look up Billy Beyond. Anytime we have these like really iconic guests who who have done so many things in pop culture and in nightlife and in queer history you have no idea about just look him up billy he came on this thing he is stunning his face is still like like the cheekbones the face he, he is he looks oh, so good oh bitch we all hated her for her beauty you know that yeah he's beautiful you can tell he's uh, a beautiful man yeah gorgeous uh -huh. <laughs> um well this is another great episode bunny i hope that you have a fabulous weekend i can't wait to um, so to bring your queen on the podcast, so you have two black people that you can. Oh God! Uh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Literally an Oreo here. Mm. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, Jesus. it's a nice Oreo, and, and you, you, if you're the white cream, we're definitely double stuffed, bitch. Oh okay, okay. I think that sounds inviting. I don't know. I hope not. But I think it does. Girl, you we'll guys... talk next. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.